I myself, uh, if you've emailed me, um, please be patient because I got burned again really, really bad uh, two weeks ago, and it has really impacted upon my eyes, and I'm not seeing very well. And so it's real hard for me to get on the computer uh, to answer the emails. I'm trying to do the best I can. So thank you. Thanks. And, yeah, we have two email accounts, and they're really backed up. Um, we're doing our very best to get through them. Um, so, and Mitch has not been able to sit up and look at the computer with her eyes and everything. So we're backed up, but we're trying to get on top of it. And yeah. everyone's important. It's not that we're ignoring you. We just are low on manpower at the moment. So um, we appreciate your patience. Thanks, so. Thanks, Midge. Hi, Doug. Hi. Are you trying to talk? Sometimes I can't hear people, and they think I'm hanging up on them, but I'm not. I just can't hear yet. Doug. No, uh, I was. Uh, no, I wasn't trying to talk. I was just listening. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll go ahead and meet you back. So, Star Six. I know that um, there were other people who wanted to make announcements as well. So, huh? Okay. I guess we can open it up a little bit. It's shorter. I just did an interview, you guys, with Kevin Ship and Michael Barton and John Goodman on Patreon. So you can go on to the website. It's a, it's a very, um, it's a very, it's a site that has a lot of integrity and I really appreciate those guys. Um, Kevin's just a stellar person in my opinion and he's written a really incredible book called In the Shadow, oh my goodness, I'm kidding, um, In the Company of Shadows. It's a really great book. So. Um, I hope you guys can check it out. Hopefully, we'll, I'll get a copy and I can put it on uh, YouTube. But it was really good. It was kind of geared. They, they don't get, uh, I think, it's probably 80% not targeted individuals on there, maybe even more. So it was a good opportunity to kind of uh, share with a non-targeted individual, you know, the public, I'll just say, um, and to talk about our topic. So hopefully, I did you guys good. I hope you guys appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys think I did an okay job in trying to express our um, what we go through. Okay, so I'm going to go to the next person. Hi, eight four five. Hi, Ella, Pam. How are you? Oh, good. You're here. Hi, Pam. <laughs> Hi. Um, I just wanted to tell the audience that uh, the listeners that we are currently organizing a gathering in DC about the third week in November, and we're coordinating a peaceful protest. We would like to raise awareness for targeted individuals, uh, bring more awareness and solutions to our plight, and um, basically um, the idea that I had for it, it just came to me when I was speaking to somebody on the phone. Um, how we could really touch um, the people in D.C. all over, um, touch their hearts, um, and make it very peaceful. And what came to me, I know this will sound really funny, <laughs> but my epiphanies just come from crazy ideas. And I thought about Miracle on 34th Street, the original, and the courtroom scene where they bring in all the letters that the children wrote to Santa Claus and um, to um, actually be able to declare him the real Santa Claus. And because it went through the United States mail, he, he was um, finally given that title, um, real Santa Claus, because if it went through the mail, which is a government entity, then he must be Santa Claus. So I said to myself, well, and who I was speaking to, that's a great idea. Why don't we bring like 10 pillowcases filled with letters from everybody, women, children, husbands, families, daughters, mother-in-laws, grandmas, um, all of those, and really try to convey 
uh, bring podiums, a microphone, as many TIs that we can gather, and speak, speak to the fact that this is to elicit compassion for women, children, and families, and focus on that, that what's going on, this unjust, illegal, torture, takedown program is destroying. It's destroying families. It's destroying mothers, daughters, everything that I said, husbands, brothers, fathers. Um, it's from the, our hearts, our souls, our minds, um, discuss the weapons, and um, really just, I think that we've taken this step. I've only been in the community for seven months, but I've had a very hard time adjusting and um, having my life taken away from me, my friends, um, family that doesn't understand, and it's very, very painful, and I, I have a, a burning fire and desire to just get all of our lives back. And I think that and there is the climate in the political climate in, in DC is so right for all of the targeting that's gone on with the senators and Kavanaugh and um, now with the I don't want to say it because um, I know people are that we don't want to be listening or listening and I just I feel that it's the timing is just right um, that this president just might listen to us and if we can if we can tug at Melania's heart or Ivanka or somebody will, will come out and hear you know our pleas um, I, I, I you know I make I'm resting of straws but I really think that it's something that we should consider and um, I really want to plan this and and get people on the transportation and the lodging, and um, we're going to try to um, maybe have speak in uh, Uber or TalkShoe or um, Zoom, and get people together that want to participate and take on some some roles here. So you know, um, I'm, I'm definitely open to suggestions. I know this is not uh, my hour, <laughs> but I just wanted this is my first time speaking. So, so Pam, you can talk all you like. Um, Pam is kind of new to the community, and she's already offered so much. And I, I really appreciate you, Pam. Um, how did you get you, so Ella. motivated by activism? Because you're one of those people who jumped in. Um, I have never done any activism. I'm a chef and a baker. I have a degree in psychology. Um, I I just. I can't believe this is going on. I really, I think I was living under a rock. I had no idea. Um, I, I never heard the term Illuminati. I never knew people didn't believe in 9-11. I mean, all of these things. I just, I wasn't a whistleblower. Um, I just think it's somebody that had a problem, an ex-employee that had a problem um, being fired. And uh, I, it's really mind-blowing that this could happen. And all of our lives are being destroyed and I don't as people have been in this community for 10 years and it just makes me cry and I don't want to cry now because I've done enough crying um, for 10 years and I don't have 10 years my daughter is pregnant with our second grandchild and I'm followed everywhere like everybody else and it's it's just the pain of it it's just too much to bear and um, so that's what's propelled me to think of ways you know anything um, to reach out to these credentialed people and please try to get them to join us. Um, there's so many um, that have been in this community, but I've only heard. I don't. I don't know any of them. Um, that's why I'm reaching out to everybody in the community that has been in here, has been you know involved and has gone through this horror for so long. Um, but I've gotten a lot of names. Um, and I've met so many wonderful people, and I don't think I would really be sitting here on my bed right now, pouring my heart out, if 
I didn't meet like 10 really wonderful people, Ella being at the top of the list here. Um, it's really hard. And I know everybody else out there feels the same way. So we really need people to try to unite and get there. After the midterm elections, we just really want to get people writing the letters. And uh, you should start now if you can. And, um, you know, bring whoever you can with you. Um, there's been so many movements, um, especially Kashubi, um, the journalists, the people just organically, they just got together to protest. And yet I, I'm watching all of this, the Me Too movement, uh, remember the Cold Water Challenge, just people just organically to get together, grassroots. Why do we have to like plan eight months in advance? We're angry. We, we're sad. Something has to be done, but peacefully. Only peacefully, and I don't. I, I I just I don't know what else to say. I just it, it, something needs to happen. We've had, you know, I've only posted into support groups, but already there's like 15 people that wanted to go, and I know if we spread the word, we'll get many more. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I don't know if I'm saying it. Pam, I appreciate <laughs> everything you said, and it's very inspiring. And you're right. I, I forgot that my motto was do as much as I can in one day because tomorrow's not guaranteed. And so I just fight as hard as I can from day to day. Um, and nobody wants this to go on and on, not only just for ourselves, but for future generations. And this is just an exponentially increase. So it's time to get this thing under control. It's a monster, and it's hard to prove, and it's it's the perfect crime. But there's enough evidence is building, and there's enough information getting out there, and we're having amazing people supporting us. Um, and I, I know you guys are doing so much, but I, I and I don't think really that it might have, that it could have happened. But now that it's being exposed every day a little more and a little more in the political arena, that this is really the, and this, with this president, I think it's really the right time. Somebody that is not polarizing, um, you know, I mean, of course, you know, the left hates the right, and the right hates the left, but because he's not a politician, I really think um, no matter what side you're on, he's taking a look at it because he's being targeted. And I think watching that trial, that I mean the um, nomination process, uh, that was really illuminating, calling somebody a gang rapist, whichever side you're on, I'm sorry, um, that he should not you know, be able to coach his daughter's basketball and watching him cry. I mean, it, it, it was very illuminating for me to see that you know, this is happening to, you know, these people as well, but we're suffering daily, every day, <laughs> for, you know, some people 10 years. And so this is, if they can feel our pain because they've gone through it, that's when this is right. This, that's when you, you know, you go and you, and you um, give it all you've got, is when people are listening. And, and uh, this is really the atmosphere and the environment to do it. I And I think it just takes everybody, it takes this whole entire community, every organization to give it all they've got and um, that's, that's, you know, that's my spiel. That's a good 
one. Thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for letting me speak. Really. No problem. Thank you, Pam. Okay, I'm going to go to six eight two. The next person. Hi, six eight two. Yeah, Ella, it's me again. Uh, I I was just uh, going to reiterate what she just said through what I was talking about, Derek, and you just wouldn't let me finish. But uh, and I, I I'm not trying to be rude or to start anything. It's just I I agree with what she just said and what Derek was suffering. And the question I was going to ask for the purpose of um, the, what is the word the, that we're working off of uh, in a community effort to uh, have activism? Is that the word? Yes, activism. Yes, and, and that the question in relation to what Derek had been suffering and Frank and and uh, Neil and some other people, yourself included, the the stress factors go way up when the people are not getting along. And and in in the on our calls, is that not a form of activism? Our calls to the to the chat room to yeah. the uh pardon me? It is, but we're making announcements about events and things like that oh, she did just now yeah oh uh, and they so were giving announcements like if you got well they were what for specifics you're kind of taking up time i i'm going to go to the next person if you have an announcement what did she ask you she didn't and have me, she made she, an announcement. It's not a what question. What did she announce? What did she announce? Oh, brother. Okay, hello. Hi, 253. You're next. Um, hi, Ella. This is James Lico. How are you? Hi, James. What are you doing? Well, I'm doing our best, actually. Uh, it's been hard because we, uh, we have been attacked and they think they can bully or really it's not bully it's torture us into submission but that's not going to happen and we're just trying to survive and it's getting harder and harder and these people are my neighbors and they're uh, you know it's funny how they get into the torture thing you know from from not doing it at all to being immersed in it and then and then just really you know going full nazi um i just made that up but that's what they're doing and it it's really sickening to see this because they are uh you know it's it's really to do this is insanity and i just wanted to tell that lady i think her name was pam I applaud what you're doing, what you want to do, and you're right. We should be doing the activism to get out of this. And there's a lot of us that are doing it, and you just got to look. Uh, I, I think a good place for you to start would be on Twitter. My um, handle is jfelco, J-A-F is in Frank, E-L-C-O. Of course, the at sign goes first. That's a whole trip in itself, the Twitter thing. Um, there's a lot of us on there now. It used to be just, you know, just a few of us, and now there's a lot. So, and uh, the thing about Twitter is you can, well, you've got to have followers to to um, make your tweets go anywhere, but, all you know, barring that, you could tweet to, uh, and put as many addresses on there as you want, and it would go to all those addresses. We are getting what they call shadow bans, so that's kind of a, a bummer. And uh, But it's the only way, or one of the only ways, we can directly contact people, senators, congressmen, um, administrators, you know. So if you want to get on there, We'll be glad to help you, and you could, um, you know, glad, we'd be glad to give you advice and show you what to do. Um, I've kind of given up on 
Facebook, although I, I do post to it every now and then. But it seems like they're just getting too overwhelmingly surveillance-oriented. Uh, that's, that's about all I wanted to say, just to get, you know, get Pam going, because I know she was, um, you know... Very motivated, yes. Yeah. So, all right, thank you a lot. Say hi to Donna uh, for me. I will. Okay. I will, thank Hi, Luda. Hello, it's Luda. Hi, um, Luda. I was so thrilled to hear Pam's enthusiasm and energy. Um, she talked about 10 years in this. A lot of us are 25, 30 years, if you can fathom it. But my question is to her, I wish she would give us an email address where we can send these letters. I'll send it today. Oh, um, you mean for Pam? Yeah, we did. she didn't give contact information. That's true. I, and, you know, I thought about it when she was talking, too, and I completely forgot to ask her that. Us. Um, no, so, Pam, if you're there, if you can come back and give your contact information, that would be great. Okay. I hope you're hanging in there, my dear. Thanks so much. Okay. You too. Hi, 919. 919? Yeah, I'm always afraid of things hanging Hello. out. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, Ella. This is Richard from North Carolina. Well, hi, Richard. How are you? Oh, I'm still standing. Still standing, and I see that you are. Yes, I am. I'm sitting at the moment. <laughs> okay. Well, we, we ain't been knocked off yet, is the point. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, anyway, wanted to share uh, a couple of things. I wanted to ask, um, have you guys heard about a couple of YouTube things? One of them is Pfizer Abuse Memo, the FBI Corruption Plot. Is the title the name under it is Screen Hoopla H O O P L A? Let me share that with you guys. And uh, one more Andrew Napolitano N A P O L I T A O N Andrew Napolitano on Pfizer Memo. You guys should watch that. I also wanted to let you guys know that I had coined a new type of targeting, and this is for myself and, well, quite a few other targeted individuals that I have personally talked to. You hear guys talking about the V2K all the time, and uh, some people get that and some people don't get that. So that's what gave me the idea. My new coin phrase is B2A, B2A, and what that represents is boot to ass, because that's what I get. <laughs> I'm sorry you get that. Yeah, me too, me too. But anyway, I just want to share that with you guys and say hi to James, Mr. Lico, and yourself. So, thank, thank you, me. Richard. And I think we have Pam back. Hi, Pam. Hi, guys. Sorry about that. No nervous. problem. Yeah, so we have an email. I wouldn't give a phone number, but I'm, an email is probably sufficient. Okay. So I'm going to sell it. It's uh, First, I'll tell you what it is, and then I'll sell it. Phoebe Mama 23. So that's P H O E B. E M A M A twenty three at AOL.com. Maybe one more time, just in case someone's just got a pen or something. Okay. BB Mama twenty three at AOL.com. That's P as in Peter, H O E as in egg, D as in butter, E as in egg. Mama, M-A-M-A, -M -A -M -A 23, at AOL.com. Thank you, Pam. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. 
Okay, guys. So um, I was expecting one more person to come and give an announcement. Matthew is shooting a documentary um, with some gentlemen from Spain. They were very persistent, and I think they flew out here to, to tape him. So I think he was going to try and get on the call. So I'll open the floor for a little bit, and then the lovely Sumaya and Laura are going to take over at 7. And um, she has a plan about what she's going to talk about, and it's always a good one. So, but just if you guys want to talk for 20 minutes prior to that, I'm going to change it over to, she'll have to change it over to that because I don't have the control anymore. Um, to, let's see, is there any way I can do it? Sue, so will you change it to, oh, wait, hold on, there's a little one in this guy. Hold on, I can do it. I found it in this Q&A session is over. Muted. Unmuted. Muted. Sorry about that, guys. I think Sue might have unmuted at the same time. Okay, so um, go ahead and star six if you'd like to make a comment or a question or anything until seven o'clock rolls around. Hello. Hi. Hi, is this Ella? Yes, it is. Hi, Ella. I really enjoyed listening to you and everyone the other day. My name is Ernesta, and Hi, I'm in Ernesta. Southern California. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to participate in this. I called yesterday, but no one answered, so I, I don't know how to just talk to you to tell you how grateful I am. Nobody picked up, so I guess this is always going to be. I've never done conference calling or this kind of stuff before, so please bear with me. No problem. Um, there is a list. I don't have the entire list anymore because our website's kind of gone more for the pub, for public anti consumption, so um, or viewing. So um, I know that. Frank Allen has all the calls on there. There's calls every night of the week. I don't have one every night of the week. I would just fall over. Um, so, so is there another number? There is. There's different numbers for every call. But if you want to take down my the hotline number and the information line, I will help you figure that out tomorrow. Please. Okay. So my personal uh, the hotline number is 503. 503. 308 1691 it's been going on for about 42 minutes. Oh, and how long do they last? Mine lasts two and a half hours. So I'm going to be talking for a little bit with everybody for another 20 minutes, and then Sumaya has a show. But it's going to be on my number, and she's going to she has a plan to do um, for the second part of the show. Okay, I'm cool. here listening. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Hey Ella, this is Matt in North Carolina. Can you hear me? Oh yes, hi Matt. Hi. First of all, thanks for your call uh, this afternoon. It was nice to chat. I know your time is at a, a real premium, but you know from my emails, and one thing I want to say is if you want to forward the short video uh, that I sent to you, to everyone, you're welcome to do that. Um, for anybody listening, it was a, one of the worst um, uh, microwave directed energy weapon attacks uh, I've ever had. Um, and I sent no other video. I grabbed my phone and went into the bathroom. And it was, I mean, just burn marks, just up and down my neck. And they're trying, you know, it's like I'm sure you guys know, you know, who experienced that level of target, you know, of attack, that, you know, they kind of pick different parts of your body. I, I, it's really... You know, once you're targeted for so many years, I mean, this is 14 years for me now and going on five years of the directed energy weapon attacks, it's just like, it's a game almost. It's like, and, and they always try to unwind anything you're doing good or positive. 
So, like, if I go for, you know, anybody that knows me from this channel knows, um, you know, one of my saving graces is my workouts. I work out really intensely, you know, sometimes twice a day, and, I'm, you know, that's how I kind of maintain myself mentally <clears throat> and physically. And I had a particularly good workout one night, and that night I just got fried. I mean, and it was a new level of viciousness. It was... I can't explain it. It was like, it, it was literally like being in a microwave. It was, it was, I can't even explain it. And, uh, and I took a quick video of it and I sent it to Ella and Kate. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, how would you describe it? I mean, it was just, it just burn marks. I mean, I, I don't know. And they're like radiating. They were like in pattern, like burn marks. Kind of. Yeah. Can I, can I say something? Sure. Sure. My name is Nesta. I'm in Southern California. I had an experience driving in my car on L.A. Avenue in Moore Park, where I live, and I thought I was going to die in my car. I've been tased once a couple years ago, and I had an underwire garment on, so I felt it from the underwire brassiere to my feet. It wasn't real powerful because it would have dropped me to the ground but it was strong. And the one in my car happened August the 1st. It left no burn marks, but my whole left side was, like, electrocuted. I don't know whether it was a powerful electrical tase. I don't know what it was, but it got me good. And it was a miracle that I could have the strength to continue to drive. Yeah. Well, let, let, me, let me throw something in there. First of all, Renata, you just really freaked me out because I used to live in Moore Park. California? I, I lived in Moore Park, California from 1990. I'm trying to remember now. 1990. Oh, God. It was the mid '90s. I worked for Dole Pineapple. Oh, and really? I was in their marketing department. I was a category development director in the marketing department for. I got promoted. They moved me out there, and I can even remember the street. I lived on View Mesa, and View Mesa Court, I think it was, and um, and I moved out there. And two weeks after, I was married at the time. Um. My son was already born. He was like one year old. Oh. And um, we moved into the house out there. And two weeks after we moved, it was the North Ridge earthquake. <laughs> oh, wow. So just a quick, I don't want to take up the group's time with all that. But I know. If, I, I, if, so, so it was like the, the North Ridge earthquake ha happened in North Ridge, but it was like on the Simi Valley border. Yes. And that comes up right up through more parts. So we got it really bad. And thankfully, I had a newer house that was open to the foundation. But anyway, that's an aside. But, um, but yeah, so I get very, that's the worst part of my targeting is the physical attacks at night. It's like, you know, because I'm a whistleblower and I'm continuing with the whistleblowing. And it's like yeah, a very you're, trying to... you're a decent human being because I'm a whistleblower, too. If somebody steals and they do it in front of me, I report it to corporate. Right. And yeah, no, when I, when I reported, it's funny because I found this group, you know, years and years after, I mean, I, you know, the original whistleblowing. My, my story is a long story. I, what group? Uh, what's that? What group did you find? Well, that's the thing. If you want to listen, I did a, I did a, a whole targeted individual podcast on Hell's channel last night, about a year, year and a half ago. So you can listen to the whole story, but. But honestly, my whistleblowing is really, really unique because part of my whistleblowing involved reporting what reporting on people that were targeting people the way we're being targeted. Got it. So I caught some people within a company who had government affiliations who were attacking people and sabotaging their lives and pulling this all on them. And they started doing it to me. That's how I really became wise to it. Got it. And, again, I went to the, the, the federal authorities and many authorities over the years, and I was 
Me and my family were physically attacked. I was fired for reporting it. I was blacklisted. I lost my house to foreclosure. Oh, God. Um, my, I mean, just years of this stuff. And then, then the directed energy weapon attacks have started in the last five years. And this what last week. Attacks? What's that? What kind of attacks? Directed energy weapon attacks and microwave, you know, EMF, EMP attacks. And, yeah, I need to talk to you about that in the, maybe at another time. Because sure. I, I want to well, know what you've gone through. Well, you can also go, I have a YouTube channel myself, and the name of it is <clears throat> Corruption Buster One. All one word, Corruption Buster, B-U-S-T-E-R, the number one. How do you YouTube. spell, would you spell the whole thing? Sure, C-O-R-R-U-P-T-I-O-N-B-U. Wait a minute, it's, I got the corruption, now what's next? The word buster. So B is in Bravo, U is in United, S is in Sierra, T e is in Tango, E is in Echo, R is in Robert. Got and it. Number, and the number one. And the number one? Correct. So it's corruption, buster, and the number, the numeral one. Correct. Not written, it's just number one. Correct. With a pound sign? No, 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 just Corruption Buster 1. Corruption Buster 1. Thank you. And it's got, you know, there, there's some documentation of my attacks, but this, they started like about five years ago. I guess it's going on five years now, and um, it's gotten increasingly worse. And the one thing I figured out, um, you know, I mean, it's military-grade weapons, and it's definitely, it, it doesn't, you know, people talk about, their neighbors and everything. And yes, it is specific individuals participating in it, but there's just so many ways that they can, you know, they can use the electrical grid, they can use handheld directed energy weapons, they can be in vehicles. I believe that a lot of it is satellite. And it's gotten so pinpoint that I was just mentioning that they can target specific parts of your body, you know, because they're dealing in millimeters and, and they do it while you're sleeping. Because they can zero in the software or whatever it is they're using. Yeah, I do this. Okay, I am an activist for Dental Truth, and I found out about this organization through Leo Cashman from St. Paul, Minnesota. And I've been an activist for his organization for a few years. I have That's been amazing a that he's heard of us. Oh yes, uh, he and I have become uh, friends through the phone and through the activist organization I mean I he he's priceless to the world um, I I try to help as many people as I can because the oral galvanic effect has the ability under the right conditions to cause a myriad of complications both physically and psychologically I had major oral surgery at the Long Beach Naval Hospital in 1977 I was wired shut to heal for one month. After the month was over, I had my mouth opened again, but he left, Captain Maul, two braided metal wires in my maxilla, one on the right side and one on the left side. Yeah, I remember you telling us Above that. my eye teeth and below my sinus. My, yeah, you were saying my, that. Well, hi, guys. I'm going to be stepping out. Sue Maya is going to take over the call right now, along with Flora. Um, I just want to say thanks for coming in and listening. And Sue Maya is very oh, thank inspiring. Flora is a really nice person. And so I'm just going to say good night to everybody and turn it over to Sue. Sue, are you there? Oh, Ella, God bless you. Okay, Ella, one, one other quick question I just want to ask, and without going into detail. Is everything okay with the personal situation you were telling me about before? Did that work out? Um, not really. But, you know, you have to focus on what you do have control over, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Godspeed on that. Prayers Thank and you, Matt. We'll have to talk soon. And I'm so uh, sorry about your attacks. Good God. Yeah, well, I, that's why I do want to try to schedule something because, again, I think you saw what I was trying to do in terms of the filings on my end and seeing if you wanted to add a paragraph I or understand. some kind of... I understand. I'd love to. 
Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. So, all right. So, we'll, I'll, I'll, like, email you and then see what works for you schedule-wise. Sounds good, Matt. Cool. Thanks a lot, Emma. Okay. Matt, I, I want to just tell you that my former husband is in the electronics field. And he knew exactly. He was divorcing me for someone else, and I wanted to end it amicably. But he did not want to. So he had all the power. And I went through hell and back psychologically and physically. And he's gotten away with so much. And he doesn't love the government like I do. I'm proud of being a citizen of the United States of America. I love our flag. I come from a patriotic family. My father was in the military. My uncle gave his life in Iwo Jima. I wanted to join the Peace Corps. Instead, I married an evil man, but I thought he was the greatest guy in the world. He had me fooled. was a sociopath. So I suffered dearly for many years. It's a miracle that I am alive. I try to help law enforcement and the fire department because I give them all the newsletters that promote holistic teeth and mouth because any metal in our mouth, whether it's a root canal or an implant or a mercury filling, we're done for. You know that, don't you? I hope you do. Actually, I wasn't aware that that, you know, I, I guess certainly intuitively you know it could be a conductor, but I didn't think, yeah. like, I don't have any symptoms dental-wise, thank God. It's all, they, they target, it, it ranges with me from my legs to my back to my chest and heart to my neck. It depends on what they feel like targeting, and it usually revolves around whatever, whatever I do good, positive, achieve, success. They try to tear down. If I go for a two-mile jog and I do sprints, my legs get attacked. If I go and do a great uh, chest workout or something, it's always them kind of showing their contempt for any kind of progress you make in your life. And I'm, it's crazy, but that's really what it is. It, it's, it's all about them undoing anything you, you, you try to accomplish. Have you informed the police department Oh, my God. You have to listen to my podcast. That's all I can say. I, I am wanna... very grateful for the Moore Park Police Department. There might be one or two that are not good ones, but they got sent away. But let me tell you something. If it wasn't for them, I don't know where I'd be. My cousin... Not every single level you can imagine for so many years. Well, at least... Ridiculous. And it was a handful. I've had maybe 20 or 30... But the bottom line is the overarching <laughs> corruption in criminal politics is so bad that you just can't, you, 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 make, you, make, you get to get onto the footing and faction and then it slips backwards because there's always someone trying to cover it up or participating in it or, you know, on the take or being coerced or blackmailed that we can't really get the, the, the appropriate action to get prosecutions or the right type of investigation. Um, I did file a lawsuit in 05 that was settled in 06, and I sued one of the people involved directly. And I was successful in completing the lawsuit, but it only addressed a very small portion of the situation. And since then, I've been trying to file a federal lawsuit, which I did in 2013. But I got almost the identical same response. And I mean almost word for word. I got a response back from the federal court in Albany, New York, that almost matched uh, Dr. Catherine Horton's response she got from the, uh, a federal court in Europe. So in Europe? it's almost like in Europe. So it's almost like what I'm trying to say, guys, is it's almost like a canned response that you get. It's like they go into this protocol mode. Got it. Uh, when, when you catch them, they don't stand up. going on anyway. Right. They're like, uh-oh, okay, send them the phone letter. You know what I mean? It's almost like, uh-oh, well, yeah. this guy's got to figure it out. He's got evidence. How do we squash it? 
it, it's really horrible. It's really, really, and it's going to end. It's going to have to end because we can't, and this can't go on. If you have trouble healing those places, Matt, some people do, the white vinegar will heal them up pretty quickly. Apple cider vinegar, I beg your pardon. White vinegar is only good for cleaning. White vinegar is not good. Apple cider vinegar, Bragg's organic, raw, unfiltered apple cider vinegar is the stuff to use. Yeah. Well, I, would, I appreciate that. I, I, I was... I was sore on the skin for a little while, but they, those fade pretty quick. It's, it's the internal. Anybody that gets the directed energy weapon attacks the same level I do, real serious, where they're really trying to kill you. They're, they're really, it's attempted murder. I know. My left so, side still but, hurts me. Right. But what it is is they, they, they can adjust the attack so they can target certain organs, they can adjust the attack so it's effective to a certain depth. And what they were trying to do to me the other night was fry the left side of my heart. And I could feel it. I could feel it heating that side of my heart. And my, the, the, my inside on the left side of my heart and my lungs was sore for two days. And I had to really adjust my workouts down and be more stretching and hydrate and stuff. And just now I feel almost, you know, okay again. But I think the only reason it didn't do more damage is because, again, I use a lot of countermeasures. I have so what, you, so what you were saying is you woke you woke up that way? You, you can't... So, you so, can't. I'm, yeah, so I'm laying in bed, and, you know, it's often that I can feel them trying, like I'll have to do it several times a night, almost every night, because I feel them either, you know, trying to irradiate the back of my neck or, or my you? arm or my... Matt, well, can I ask you well, let me let me answer his question first. So so I'm laying in bed and I'll feel you know them try to attack it, it, it almost every night. It's like a game to these criminals. You know, it's like oh, what should we try to fry tonight? His his knee, his 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 you know calf, his quadricep, whatever. So they'll try to do that, and I have to adjust these trifold cardboard you know uh, aluminum foil lined countermeasures that I have. And I adjust it, and usually I'm able to get them in such a way where I'm mostly protected. But certain times, and when the attacks are really bad, or, you know, a certain method that they're using, I guess, it gets to the point where sometimes, no matter what I do, it's really serious and it causes damage. And that night, I felt them trying to do it several times, and I moved, and I rolled up, and I put, like, I, I took two of the countermeasures and put them up against the left side of my heart to try to protect it, but it's still... Was bad, and then I finally fell asleep. I was exhausted, and I woke up, and I knew it was bad. Like I felt it, like oh, this is bad. So I went in the bathroom, and I had just pronounced burn marks all up and down my neck and so left side. Like so, so it is, see if this is compatible, Matt, to what you're talking about. But in other words, uh, a period of time, do you actually go to sleep and wake back up? Or do you stay until you feel something and readjust without sleeping? Is there any sleep or time that you... Oh, no, no. So, first of all, the way that I've been able to get sleep, I mean, I have a whole routine. I think if you're a targeted individual, routines are critical because you've got to hang on to what works and you've got to discard what doesn't work. So, I'm constantly trying to, to revise my routine. And what does work for me, obviously, I said, you know, Intense exercise keeps me strong and healthy and relaxed as much as possible. Then I take natural um, sleep, sleep you know, herbal kind of stuff like, you know, chamomile, melatonin, you know, blend, you know, sleep blend kind of stuff. So I take one of those, I drink a little skin milk and, and you know, some water. And then I, I get into bed and I put, a, put these tinfoil line countermeasures all around my body and I adjust them. put tinfoil on your body? No, no, no. They, I have trifold cardboard, trifold cardboard, and I line it with tinfoil, and it becomes like a dome around me. Like I just adjust it, so so it, it it will stay propped up on its own, and I can adjust it so I'm mostly covered. And then I usually even have one behind the bed because if there's someone on the other side of the wall attacking from that angle, that kind of covers it. 
and I have another one that I can kind of adjust as well. So I've been doing that for years, and it, it has, you know, I'm, you know I'm, I'm still able to work out twice a day. I'm healthy. My blood pressure is good. You know, like it's kept me healthy. But at certain times, you know, the, the intensity of the attacks or the angle gets to a point where literally you feel a certain part of your body literally being cooked, literally being, you know, damaged because of these scumbags, these criminal idiots. But so yeah, so, so to answer your question, to answer your question, Richard, I am able to get sleep. I probably, I'm probably in bed six to seven hours a night, or sometimes maybe eight hours a night, and I usually lose at least an hour due to try to repositioning myself, to, you know, from attacks. It almost always happens. The attacks almost always happen when I'm in the deepest part of my sleep. So I'll be alcohol, I'll be alcohol drooling. And then all of a sudden I get shocked awake. And okay, so you do. So you do have you do have the drooling. This may sound like a crazy question, but which side do you sleep on, Matt? Both. I, I usually fall asleep on my left Back side, and, and I and, and I and I go over to my right side. You know. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So so I am able. I'm very fortunate because I am like with with like there's a few nights here and there maybe three or four nights a month where I, the attacks are almost nil. They're very little for whatever reason. Maybe they're shifting modes or they're, they take a break or who the hell knows. But those few nights, I can sleep. I can wake up in the same condition that I went to sleep in and sleep six to seven, seven and a half hours straight. I'm a great sleep. But, you know, lately, again, it's like the more I achieve, the more they know that they're going to be held accountable, the more whistleblowing I do. The more I achieve at my job or if I start to get ahead, you know, financially, the attacks get worse. And it'll be like every, lately, it's been every hour they shock me awake. I'll go really deep sleep, one hour, boom, they shock me and I'm I jolted awake with usually a burn mark on me. So. I know I have to ask this question because when you work for a company and they, I work for a company like I own the company, I see somebody stealing I'm not going to turn my head. I see somebody smoking marijuana in the stockroom. I'm not going to turn my head. I report it to human resources. And I'm getting punished. I got punished for doing the right thing. Is that Excuse what you're me, guys. Excuse me. Um, I don't mean to be rude, but Ella was winding down her call. I think she wanted to say goodbye or, or she's already gone that Sumaya is waiting to start her part of the call. So are you there? I'm just, I just, yeah. Yeah. I was um, waiting, I was waiting for Ella uh, to, you know, give me the go ahead. I didn't want to oh, interrupt. I'm sorry. But you're so go good. ahead. That's okay. I just, I just, I knew you're there was good. a two part thing going on here and I just felt you're like You're good. You're good. You know, you're good. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, Ella, is this the right time? She might have stepped away. Yeah, Ella has already. Ella has gone. She's she's hung up. I Did you know that? Still. What? Yeah, I, I see think her she on the turned board. it over. I think she has. Yeah, she had okay. to go. She had to leave, and she turned it over. Okay. A while ago. Okay. It was a little unclear. All right. Well, unclear. I still see her on my um. I was still seeing her on my board, and I even texted her a couple times. Okay. Yeah. All right, so let's do it. Let's do that now. Thank you, Linda. Um, You're welcome. And, I just um, wanted to just make sure everything's yeah. going according to plan. That's all. I was waiting for her to write me back. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks. All right, I'm going to start a new thing now. All right. Okay. Q&A session has started. Hello, everybody. This is Sumaya helping out with Ella's call. Laura is also helping out, and she's going to be doing the chat for me. And, uh, you know, because I can't do typing and uh, look at the board at the same time, and I've got some materials in front of me. I wanted to share with you today about the ups and downs of targeting. We know that there are ups and downs in targeting. Everybody um, is aware of it. They feel it. 
And a lot of our conversations are about the downside. But I wanted to kind of give you another perspective. So when you're facing all of this hardship, suffering, sacrifice, pain, and it seems like it's forever, it just looks like, oh, it's just going on and on and on. And sometimes the downside takes a long time to get through. Sometimes you have a lot of emotions that you're having trouble getting through, or you have physical injuries that you have trouble with, or you're losing people, or objects, or property value. Maybe you're losing in the stock market this week, and you're going, wow, this is like, this has got to be the end. You know, maybe this is the apocalypse. We can't see the light at the end. We can't see the next hill where we're going to rise up. And so I thought we have to look at how everything rises and falls in nature because we are in nature and rising and falling is the way of physics it's the way of weather it's the way of the markets it's the way of emotions it's the way of every kind of cycle in life now it's really hard to think well i'm a person how could that you know, how could this be rising? You know, where is it rising? Well, we see things. We see progress in the sense of, well, we're doing more activism. There's a lot more information. We're rising in uh, visibility. You know, you can choose where you want to see what's going up, what's getting better. Last Thursday, we talked about roses and thorns, the good and the bad of your situation, how you've gained in courage and strength or knowledge. Well, this time it's related, but not exactly the same. So I chose a topic of ups and downs because we're going to tell you a little bit more about waves, wave function, and probabilities out of physics. And the book that I'm going to quote from right now is called The Tao of Physics by Fritjof Capra. This book has been around a very long time. I think my first read was in the 70s, believe it or not. But that's when I was taking sciences in college. And this book is really... It's so, it's so advanced, it was so far ahead of its time when it was written, and there are new versions of it. If you're in the chat, you can look back at the links that I posted earlier. One of them is um, some quotes, has some quotes in it, and another link takes you to some preview pages where you can actually read whole pages of it from your computer. And then if you're really interested, you can go ahead and buy it. But I'm not saying you have to buy it. I'm saying consider the concepts that our mind, our experiences, are related to the probability of wave functions, and that when you're in a down state, you will rise again. And there are plenty of quotes in the Bible I could have brought in too, but there's only about an hour to talk. You will rise again. And when you're in your height of health and career and money, there's a good chance you will be brought down. That's why it also says in the Bible a lot of places, the humble will will rise and the people who are proud will be brought down and i know there's lots of quotes there i'm just gonna tell you that there are many sources that will back up the idea of waves 
Look at waves and oceans. Look at waves and the patterns of weather, the hot and the cold. And as they travel across the states, up and down, covering north to south, but moving from west to east usually, because that's how waves are. Your life is a wave moving forward to ups and downs all the way across. Okay, so out of my book, copy, third edition, The Tao of Physics. I'll just read you a paragraph of it. It is kind of dense, and you have to know a little science just to really absorb. But in the chapter on Beyond the World of Opposites, here it is. The phenomenon of waves is encountered in many different contexts throughout physics, and it can be described with the same mathematical formulism whenever it occurs. The same mathematical forms are used to describe a light wave, a vibrating guitar string, a sound wave, or a water wave. In quantum theory, these forms are used again to describe the waves associated with particles. This time, however, the waves are much more abstract. They are closely related to the statistical nature of quantum theory, meaning to the fact that atomic phenomena can only be described in terms of probabilities. The information about probabilities for a particle is contained in a quantity called probability function. And the mathematical form for this quantity is that of a wave, that is to say, it is similar to the forms used for the description of other types of waves. Okay, that's a lot, right? But that was the simplest part of the page that I could read to you. Simple because if you look at all the frequencies that are on us, you think about it, they, everything is vibrating up and down, sine, cosine, sine, cosine, sine, cosine, at various wavelengths. They're fast and they're close together. But when you break it down, it's just energy in motion. Your life is energy in motion. As if you are a particle and a probable reality where you could see yourself moving forward no matter what high or no matter what low you go through. You're still moving forward. Your life is a type of frequency. Very abstract to, you know, somebody who's feeling pain or confusion or depression. I know. But when you raise your mind to the idea that your life, no matter how low or how high, is a part of the patterning that you're supposed to live, that you're about to live. If you go down and you're depressed, you find a way to get strong and be courageous. If you go down in vibration of anxiety and fear, you're huddled in a closet and you don't know what to do, but you get on a call and you find out there are, there are tools and skills, and then you come out, you've risen above that low point. Think about past events where you were down and out and you raised yourself up. Maybe you were addicted, maybe you were an alcoholic, and you raised yourself up on the street. Maybe you lost a husband or a wife, but then after you were sad about the loss, maybe a year, maybe five years, whatever it was, you found a better love, a better connection. So 
you look at the past of your own life, the probabilities of your life will show you how you will overcome, how you will continue forward. What are the probabilities of your life? What are, what are the frequencies of your ups and downs? Now, somebody might say, well, I've been depressed like this for five years or ten years. I don't think I'm ever coming up. Well, maybe your wavelength is a very long one. Maybe your highs last longer, too. Or maybe somebody else has short wavelengths. They go down one day, they're up the next. Then they go down, then they're up the next. Shorter frequencies, right? Shorter wavelengths, I mean. So you have overcome things from the past. Every one of you. Otherwise, you wouldn't still be here. You wouldn't be surviving. You wouldn't even have come here to listen to this talk. You survived hardship. You've risen. You've overcome. Some of you are warriors now. Some of you are teachers. Some of you are healers, ministers, activists. Whatever title you want to call it, you have risen. And you might fall again. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen because it is part of the probabilities they are part of the probabilities. You will rise, you will fall, you will rise again. It will continue moving in the direction. So think about that. Think about seasons. There are so many examples. It's hot and then it's cold. And then there are seasons in between. Cycles of the moon, bright and dark. Cycles of time. Cycles in relationships. Even mountains have a life cycle. They're very, very slow. A mountain might rise up and stand for millions of years before it begins to crumble and turn itself into rocks and sand and crevices, but a mountain, believe it or not, you study geology, it will show you that it has a life cycle. They all do. Mountain ranges have a life cycle to long, long wavelengths. Sign and cosine, everybody. Look at the stock market now, too. High and low, high and low. The people who are really smart investors in the stock market are the ones who hold on. They don't get all over themselves when it's really high, and they don't jump off a building when